Welcome to The Spiritual Rabbit Hole, a podcast with spiritual mediums, Nicole, Kristen, and Glenda. Join us as we tap into the spiritual realm, explore the mysteries of the universe, and guide you on a journey of self-discovery. Get ready to open your mind and connect with something greater than yourself. Let's dive into The Spiritual Rabbit Hole. Hello and welcome to another amazing episode of our podcast. Woohoo! So today... We're going to explore the often overlooked part of mediumship, ethics, Mm -hmm. and responsibilities that mediumship practitioners have to shoulder. And we're so excited that you're here to join us today. So thank you so much for tuning in. Yeah. Yes. First, we're going to talk about what is mediumship and what is its role in society. So mediumship is the practice of communicating with spirits or entities from the spirit realm. Mediums who act as intermediaries between the living and the deceased are people who carry out this practice. Mediumship has its roots in spiritual and religious traditions such as spiritualism, which became popular in the 19th century. Many people seek out mediums to help them find healing and closure, mainly when dealing with grief and loss. Mediums provide the opportunity to connect with loved ones who have passed away, offering a sense of comfort, reassurance, and often validation that life continues beyond death. Their ability to bridge the gap between the living and the deceased can be a source of peace and hope for those who are struggling with loss. Yeah. And mediumship can have a positive impact on both the individual and community levels. So at an individual level, it can offer comfort, aid in mourning process, and provide a feeling of closure. When it comes to the community level, it can establish a support system for people with similar beliefs and experiences, promoting a sense of belonging and empathy. And speaking of communities, we are currently working on putting together a Facebook group for those of you who want to share in your experiences with your mediumship readings or even developing your spiritual development. So please follow us on soulnavoyage.com or on Instagram at soulnavoyage and stay tuned for more information. Stay tuned. So ethics play a major role in mediumship and I know we are all really big on ethics. And that helps ensure uh, trust in us, uh, credibility in us. And it it's also for the well-being of clients as right. well. So ethical conduct maintains the integrity of the practice as a whole. Um, and it prevents um, any harm to those who are, you know, seeking guidance and closure from a medium or right. us. So um, mediums have a responsibility to maintain confidentiality, mm-hmm. provide accurate information to clients, and prioritize their clients' well-being. They should avoid manipulation, ensure their intentions are sincere and ethical. Don't be a peeping Tom, people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't. Just don't. Right. That is you true. Know, and we all are very careful with mm. the information that we share, even with each other. When it comes to the readings that we we do, you know, we don't share any names. We don't share any details. Um, Some of us have the same clients and we don't even share information back and forth about those clients. So, you know, it's it's an important part of making sure that we are maintaining the privacy and confidentiality that these people, these our clients deserve. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like when you go to the doctor. They can't release your medical information to anybody, Hip, right? right. Get your HIPAA form. So if you're going to work with a medium or a psychic or anybody that's going to kind of tap into maybe some personal information mm-hmm. or stuff that's going to make you feel vulnerable, it's a good idea to look over all their disclaimers and everything and find out what is their intention with your information. Is there a confidentiality clause? All that kind of stuff. That's important stuff to look over. Okay. Psychic mediums adhere to codes of ethics that prioritize honesty, respect for their client's autonomy, confidentiality, and avoiding medical, financial, or legal advice. Do not accept (laughs) medical, financial, or legal advice from a psychic medium unless they are also experienced and expert and certified and educated in those fields and are Mm -hmm. particularly focused on those fields. Your decisions are your decisions. When you have a reading, they are not, do not base your decisions based on what comes through in a reading. Yes. Kind of just 
take that information and allow yourself to process it Mm -hmm. and allow it to help you have a better understanding maybe, Mm -hmm. but don't let a psychic decide what happens to you and your future. It's your your life, people. Yeah, always see a doctor. Mm -hmm. You know, because we all pick up medical information. Like we might say, oh, you know, we see something here. Maybe you should go get that checked out. Or are you aware that, or do you have whatever? Yeah. yeah. But that's even, and not just medical information. Like there's a lot, I have clients that come to me about legal proceedings and I always have to say, I cannot tell you for sure what is going, the outcome <laughs> is going to be. Mm-hmm. And I cannot tell you for sure. I can tell you what I see. I can tell you what, what guidance that, you know, spirit is offering you. Mm-hmm. And it often helps them a lot to be a little bit more open to maybe processes that they were kind of limiting themselves to or mm-hmm. limiting themselves from like mediation. Yeah. I remember I was talking with someone. I said, I feel like you really need to go to mediation before you take this to court all the way like before it becomes like a trial thing yeah and they ended up going to mediation and it ended up having a better outcome if and less expensive yeah yeah than going um all the way through trial right all the way to Mm -hmm. court so yeah i think it's still any information that comes through in a psychic reading mediumship reading take that information but don't let it guarantee your future decisions yeah because even if we see medical stuff we might not see all of it so that doesn't mean just because we see something here doesn't mean there's nothing somewhere else. Right. <laughs> you know, you should always, always still see a doctor. Right. Yeah. Or so, or an expert a that lawyer finances yeah, or lawyer legal or, acts. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Go to the bank. <laughs> Go to the bank. Go to the bank. Yeah, they're professionals. Go to the bank. Or if illegal, go to the lawyer or go to the doctor for health. So Connecting with the spirit realm can involve uh, meditation, deep concentration, or altered states of consciousness. Mediums often use these techniques to enhance uh, their ability to perceive and communicate with spirit. So I want to add to this, you know, using different methods of connecting with the spirit realm. And we've talked about this in other podcasts or episodes that everybody, every medium is, is different. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to different mediums, because I've had clients that have gone to other ones, you know, it's really important to know we all get the information differently. We all might interpret it a little differently um, or concentrate a little differently. Like everybody has their their strengths as a medium, right? And what information comes easier to them. So it's important to know that we are all different. Yeah. And our processes are different too. Yeah. Yeah, so to establish a solid and ethical connection with spirits, mediums should approach spirit communications with respect, intention, and openness. Mm -hmm. They must maintain ethical standards, ensuring that the information they receive is accurate and helpful to to their client. Right. And, you know, the accuracy aspect is we share with accuracy what we're receiving. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Not Not exactly how it's applied to your life, because a lot of the time, the information, at least for me, when I when I do a reading, it makes absolutely no sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'll get I'll get some kind of imagery. Like I I did a reading a few days ago and I saw a, a spirit was showing me in one hand. He had like a scientific beaker Mm -hmm. and in the other hand, he had a heart and he was weighing them. And I was like, I have no idea what this means. What does that mean? And my client goes, I know exactly what that means. And I was like, okay, as long as you understand. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and later on it came through for for the rest of the the rest of our conversation. I developed an understanding of what that meant, but Mm -hmm. it meant absolutely nothing to me as long as the information as long as we are very clear with the information we're receiving in the best way we can be mm-hmm. in sharing it with you that's the most important part and i honestly early on i remember holding back in a lot of ways with my messages mm-hmm. mainly because i was like well that that can i don't understand this because yeah. it didn't, didn't make sense to you it didn't make sense yeah yeah or or just i i was like oh i think i'm gonna get this wrong because that can't be right and i would hold back and i wouldn't mm-hmm. say it and then I would learn like freaking A if my client wouldn't just say the thing I was holding back. And I, I have like, that a it. lot. And But if I wrote it down prior and they'll tell me, I'm like, wait, 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 look, look at my notebook. I wrote that, you know. But um, yeah, yeah, because it's, it's like, damn it, I should have said that. And, and that's a learning curve. And I was going to say also delivery of message 
is a learning curve too. Yeah. yeah. Like it, yeah. that yeah. there's a, a way to do it. And you know, I'm still learning, but it, and it's like you said, we have to try, and this is very hard not to interpret as much ourselves and, right. and try to say it as we see it. Like, this mm-hmm. is what I'm being shown, mm-hmm. you know, and I've been guilty of that, just trying to interpret it. And my interpretation wasn't quite right. But what they said was right, even though the image, yeah. the image I received was correct. Mm-hmm. My interpretation wasn't right. And that's, that's the, that's the learning curve as you're developing is, is presenting the information as it's shown to you and then right. let them yeah. figure it out. I right. think it's more of a the ego and having that confirmation that we want. Yeah. We want now. We yeah. want that too. Medium. Yeah. But we, we got to push that. Yeah. Mediums, yeah. We, me, yeah. We as media. But we have to push that aside so we can get the information to, to give to the client. However, sometimes I like, I really want to know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it's hard. Just yeah. A sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Confirmation. To- but yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you you have to, and I think, you know, obviously I've been doing this way longer than you guys, so I've mm-hmm. moved past that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where yeah. I'm like, I, I've had to come to terms with, and you guys will too, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that there's some stuff we will never know and we don't need to know. And we oh, have yeah, to because trust. Because our story, that's why. Right. Yeah. yeah. And we have to trust yeah. that the information that we're given from spirit is exactly what mm-hmm. these people need to hear. And there are so many times that I will get something and I'm like, I have no idea what this means. So I'm just going to tell you exactly what I'm getting and how I'm getting it. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the time, it's those times where I see something, I feel something and I hear something and they feel like they contradict. Yeah. And I'll be like, okay, this doesn't make sense. But like I did a reading last week where I said, I feel like when you were going through this experience, you knew it wasn't the right thing to do. But at the same Mm -hmm. time, you were excited to do it because you were filling the blanks that you felt people expected from you. And I said, I know that it's two contradicting feelings, very strong contradicting feelings. And you had them both through the entire experience that you had. And he was like, absolutely. And I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) How, how do you, how? And I'm like, you know, no, it doesn't matter. Right. I said, as long as you understand this. And then the follow-up message was that, you know, do not define yourself based on that Mm -hmm. time in your life, you know? So it's really interesting sometimes you just have to go – you learn through the process and the endless amount of readings that you'll do and the practice mm-hmm. of it mm-hmm. and understanding and trusting that what you're given is exactly what this person needs to hear. Yeah. You just got to remind yourself that you're the middle person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just middle. Yeah, medium. it is. And it, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's even hard too because sometimes – so I was um, – reading I was doing a reading for this woman and and her son had died mm-hmm. it was her son coming through and I was trying to figure out how he passed and he kept showing me him drowning and I oh. thought he drowned mm-hmm. and she said no it's metaphoric he was drowning he couldn't because it's like I feel like he can't get his head above water and she mm-hmm. said he couldn't get his head above water with drugs oh, that's what I he's see. showing you but I because you know I just said I keep at first I said, did he drown? But I had to yeah. learn. I had to say what I really saw, which mm-hmm. was he couldn't get his head above water. And that's like oh, one of those little lessons. It is a different, different meaning. meaning. And yeah. that mm-hmm. is, a, that is again, a huge learning curve. Yeah. yeah. And I think a big part of it, and, and you'll, you guys will learn this the more you do it, you have to pay attention to not just the imagery. And you guys mm-hmm. already know this. Yeah. There's yeah. The feeling yeah. behind it too. Mm-hmm. And if the feeling behind it doesn't match with the imagery, which is, it yeah. sounds like what you were getting, you know, that that's not exactly what they're trying to say. Like, you're yeah. like, okay, this is, that's where you start to learn. Okay. This is metaphorically. Yeah. And this is not quite literally, but it's easy to, I mean, I could totally see how that would be confusing, especially mm-hmm. if you're asking for, you know, like, tell me more about how you passed. That, that was my question. And then yeah. another conflicting thing he had said was he gave me this imagery of do you remember when the actor Paul Walker when he died Mm -hmm. I don't know he died in that car crash yeah and before he died he said if I die in a car crash no I died happy because I was going fast something like that was the extent of what he said so when I was picking up this kid Mm -hmm. uh, um or her son I saw that him saying that him crashing the car and what he died doing what he loved and I was confused 
And she said, he died of an overdose. And I said, well, how does that, this is what he showed. And she said, he loved it. He loved the feeling of the drugs. Like he really, it, it made him happy. And, and then that, and that was so confusing to me too, you know, mm-hmm. how did yeah. that mix? But she understood, right. you know, it was, it was a very <laughs> confusing spirit for me. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of those. <laughs> yeah. Cause I, cause you wouldn't think someone would say that about drug use, you know, I right. mean, he showed he couldn't get above water, but like, did he, he really loved the feeling of it, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, the messages. It's all, like we said, it's a learning thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So as mediums, we must establish clear boundaries in our practice to maintain safe and ethical environment. We have to set boundaries for protection for not just ourselves, but also for our clients to ensure healthy and respectful environments for that spirit communication. And by creating boundaries, we as mediums can provide a secure, safe, trustworthy space for our clients to receive messages from the spirit world. And the way that we do this, like most, well, for me now, the majority, if not all of my readings are online. Mm -hmm. However, in order to make sure I'm only communicating with positive energies that are, are here to share positive healing, comforting messages for the person I'm going to speak with. I am very sure to set boundaries within the space that I'm working. I set boundaries with the energies and the spirits I'm going to be connecting with. I clear the energy of myself. I clear the energy of the room. I say prayers. I ask for blessings. I use crystals. I use like all kinds of like essential oils. I use a candle. I make sure to definitely draw the line as far as what type of energies I'm planning to connect with because I do not want to connect with anything or anyone that is going to disrupt or upset my client. Mm -hmm. Because the key to a mediumship reading is to bring that comfort and healing, right? Yes. Bringing a safe place. Yeah. Yeah. Creating that safe space. Because having a mediumship reading can be really intense for both Mm -hmm. the medium and for the client. So Mm -hmm. it's important to set the boundaries and be sure to establish the type of energies you're going to connect with and where your energy and space is too. That's super important. Yes. So Nicole, you said it can be intense for the medium and the client. I thought that was really important because, you know, obviously it can be intense for the client. They can come in with a lot of anxiety talking to us. A lot of them think they're only going to hear bad things doomsday kind of things or whatever Um, or they're afraid their their uh spirit is mad at them or or whatever they they just there's a lot of anxiety coming through or sometimes it's anxiety because they feel like they're going against their religion Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. had that before Uh, but anyway so obviously we know that but i love how you said it can be intense for the medium too yeah sometimes they feel a lot of first they sometimes can feel like a lot of pressure when people have they come in and you know that and also the energy and and the emotions and sometimes emotions that the spirits give you too like it it all can feel like a lot oh yeah and for those of us who have physical reaction to the energy right yeah. mm-hmm. you know the sweating profusely yeah or the heart palpitations the heart racing yeah mm-hmm. the um the the different types of sensations like if you're feeling the the sensations that maybe that soul felt when they were passing or, you know, any kind of ailments that they suffered from in their life or even that of your client that you're reading. Oh, a yeah. Lot of the you time, can feel their energy through the screen for oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of it because you're connecting mm-hmm. – you're, you're stepping into that um, – the connection between the client and the departed loved ones. Mm-hmm. You're kind of like stepping in that pathway. I think of it as a, as a river of, of information, you know, within this energetic cord that links us to each other. Right. And as a medium, we're kind of stepping into that space because the information is constantly being fed for, to you, the client, the person who's connected to the loved one on the other side, mm-hmm. but you might not understand how to receive it or you might not be open to receive it. Mm-hmm. So us as mediums kind of step within that stream and we're able to intersect the information and and digest it and share it with you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But it can take out. It can take a lot out mm-hmm. on a medium. So yeah, definitely, it it takes a lot of energy when a medium is going to read for someone. You have to have informed 
consent from the client. Like the client has to tell you it is okay to read me. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. um, it's we can't read somebody's energy without their permission because that is, you know, violation Not of ethical. Yes, mm-hmm. of yeah. their personal everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, for sure. You know, and you know, even in readings where. They have the consent, but they didn't want to do it because someone else sent them in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are hard because sometimes they're not as receptive. Like if if you're going to give someone a reading, it's important for that person to be a willing participant and be open because then they'll they'll receive the information better. It'll be a better experience for them. Yeah. Yeah. So don't force people. If you really want them to have a reading with us. Try not to force them. Plant the seed. Plant the seed (laughs) and let them be okay. Because they will be like a stone wall for a little while. You know, we break it down after a while. But Mm -hmm. I think in the time period where they're still kind of really have that wall up, some of those messages given at that time do not sink in. No. I mean, maybe eventually they will, but um, they, they usually don't. Yeah. I know. I have a lot of. I've had a lot of clients over the years who are like, oh, I'm going to do a surprise reading, surprise my mom. And I'm like, please don't do that. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Instead, get a gift certificate through my website and surprise mm-hmm. her with that. Mm-hmm. And then when she's ready, she can use it. She can don't, do it. Yes. Don't like surprise attack somebody and be like, hey, oh, by the way, Nicole, you know, like as soon as you log into Zoom or whatever and I get on the call and you're like, oh, my mom's about to show up and she has no idea this is going to happen. Yeah, no, <laughs> wow. no, no, not that. that. Let's not no. do that. Let's That's make really sure awkward. she's ready. What's well, it's very similar to, you know, like a lot of people ask me, Oh, are you like Teresa Caputo or like Monica the Medium? I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. remember her. She had a little reality Mm-mm. show, but like they would go into public spaces and share messages like mm-hmm. randomly. Mm-hmm. My understanding with Teresa Caputo's show though, her producers and like the TV people would go in and ask people in the shop, mm-hmm. you know, hey, are you open to receiving information if anything comes through? Yeah. I'm okay with that, but I'm not because obviously we've all had the experience where we're in a public space and we get information, but I'm not going to step up to a random person who's Mm -hmm. in the middle of doing her grocery shopping and say, hey, your dead grandmother's here and she wants to tell you how proud she is that you accomplished this big achievement and how you're an amazing mom. I'm not going to do that in the middle of your day. That's That's catching you off guard. That's, Mm -hmm. That's such a, that puts you in a vulnerable position when you're in a public space. That's not fair to you. You know, so I like to have this, I set the intention. I, I consider it like I made a deal with spirit. If you send people my way, I will be sure that they get the messages that they need. And yeah. it's really fascinating to see how people find me. Mm-hmm. You know, the, like the connections, like even how G found me, right? Yeah. yeah. Her friend who had D, a DUI. <laughs> that was G, trippy. Yeah. Cause G had, G was a client before she became my best friend. And then like, yeah. it was funny because a, a, a therapist that I is a is a client of mine in Hawaii recommended me to one of G's friends because of a court order thing. Yeah. And the friend was like, oh, I don't feel comfortable doing this and told G about me and asked G to have a session with me mm-hmm. to see if I was like legit or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like, yeah, sure. I'll take a read. <laughs> Let's do this. Yeah. And like the way Kristen found me was through like an old college friend I hadn't talked to in 20 years and we had just mm-hmm. reconnected on Facebook and Kristen had told this friend about her being a medium and she said oh my gosh I have an old college friend who's a medium want me to k- connect the two of you together and that I mean it's it's going to happen if someone is meant to receive yeah. a message they will receive that message in form some form or fashion when they're ready yeah they so, have to be ready yeah and they have to sure. understand what to expect when going into a session. So like mm-hmm. on my website, I have, this is what to expect in a reading because not everybody does the same thing. Like mm-hmm. Kristen has a different process where she goes to different levels and connects with different energies. I'm kind of like, all right, spirit, you take the wheel and tell me where we need to go and what I need to say. Mm-hmm. It's very just organic in that sense in that, okay, you know, which does kind of limit who comes through for me. Whereas Kristen can go to all these different levels and see different types of energies that connect for you. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, there's a there's a departed loved one to my right. Oh, now your guides are coming through. Now the yeah. departed loved one. Now your I guides. I think it's limiting. <laughs> I think it, it just kind of allows you to go with the flow, you know? Yeah. And I just, yeah. the way I do it is just because that's how I was taught in my classes and I just kept going that way, you know? 
Yeah. And it's good. It's good for us to inform our clients, hey, this is what the what to expect. You know, and I always say it in the beginning, if it's a brand new client, I'm like, hey, this is how I work. This is how I get the information. This is how I connect. And this is how everybody comes through for me. Just so you're aware, yada, 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 ask questions at any point. The less I know, the better it is. (laughs) And let's just go. And you stop yes. me at any time because like I'll even say, if I talk too fast, just tell me to repeat yeah. myself or yeah. slow down. <laughs> Here, I do want to answer that. So yeah, it is better when we don't know anything because that right. allows us to take our own brains and thoughts out of it. Yeah. Um, but I will say there are people where I'll go through, okay, this is what I'm seeing. This is this is what I'm getting from the spirit. I'll, I'll say all kinds of stuff and it's like they think they're not supposed to answer me at all. Oh, yeah. And I'll have to say, uh, did that resonate? Resonate. Yes. Well, which thing? Because I said like 15 things. Like, which which one is it? Or they'll be like, yes, some of it. I'm like, okay, which part? Yeah. (laughs) Well, this sounded like this person and this sounded like this person. Okay, we got two people. I need to (laughs) separate them and figure out, like, I need something. (laughs) Yes or no. Feedback does help. Yeah, you know, yeah. definitely getting that. But not the whole that, story. Yeah. No, we don't the need story. the whole story. Yeah, Just like yeah. a yes or a no would be yeah. good. Because then it shows us what energy right. to focus on. Yeah. Yes. Because, you know, you because guys, the client has a lot yes. of spirits around them. You guys got to understand that. You got your guides. You got your angels. Mm-hmm. You got your family. Your yes. ancestors. Friends. Yeah, your friends. Sometimes Even they get... don't wait their turns. Right. <laughs> Even yeah. when I ask them to. And, you know, sometimes you'll even get a relative of a friend of yours that's mm-hmm. trying to hop in yeah. and piggyback on your reading. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I get weird stuff like that a lot with people's, like, friends of friends, you know, and I'm like, come on. Yeah. And it, I only I only really put weight into that if it's, like, definite because I don't mm-hmm. – I always tell you, I don't want you to reach. I don't want this to be your brother-in-law's yeah. friend, mom. If it's very clear and very specific and it's not directly connected to them, then I'm like, okay, you might want to consider sharing this message with this person because it might mean that there's more for them to get. But this is not their reading. This is yours. So let's move on. Yeah. (laughs) No, that's true because they will try to creep in. Mm-hmm. So sometimes um, getting a reading from a medium can be a roller coaster of emotion, mm-hmm. both the medium and the client. Mm-hmm. Yes. Also. So be patient on both sides. Yes. <laughs> um, it's a safe space for both both the medium and the client. So um, both has to be compassionate, um, share your feelings and concern without hesitations. Mm-hmm. And as mediums, always prioritize the emotion emotional well-being of their clients and strive to be very supportive for them yes yeah yeah because there's there's a lot of the time of course people are coming to us as mediums because they've lost someone obviously yeah Yeah. and they're going through a very difficult time Mm. and they might just need you to sit with them and let them cry or let them share stories about their loved ones Mm. or you know just let them say and it's 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 funny in in a way because a lot of people will say, "Can you please tell so and so this this and this?" And I'm like, "They hear you." Yeah, yeah. they hear you. Yeah. And no matter how many times yeah. I say that, they will still say, "Can you let them know? Can you let them know?" And I'll just say, "Yes, yes, absolutely, yes." Mm-hmm. I'll be sure that they know. You know, there you have to be empathetic to the space that the that the client is in mm-hmm. because they're usually very heartbroken when they come to you. Yeah. Or they feel lost. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's not somebody, if it doesn't have to do with the loss of someone, it's because they're looking for guidance. Yes. And we all know what it's like to feel like, oh my gosh, what direction do I go in from here? Yeah. It's scary. Mm-hmm. So as mediums, we have to make sure that we are approaching our clients and the situations, the readings with this empathetic energy, with this compassion, with this grace and with patience, Mm -hmm. because that's what they need. Because honestly, a lot of a lot of what we do as mediums is kind of like therapy. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Counseling, right? I mean, I don't know how many times I've had so many clients say, oh my gosh, Nicole, one session with you was equal to like five years of counseling. <laughs> Not trying to say that counseling isn't good. Counseling is definitely yeah, good. Right, yeah. right. Definitely. You know, but it's a yeah. Yeah, it's, continue that. I think what they're trying to say, but they might not understand it, and, and we probably understand it is they're just addressing the physical part with counseling. When you meet mm-hmm. with a medium, we're addressing your spirit, that connection 
connecting you with that bigger world with with your loved ones or your guides that's good for your soul and that brings a healing that is a little different and one they're not used to addressing it's that you have to do all of it i think you still go to your counselor but it's you also need to address your spiritual side because what Mm -hmm. is it we are spirit first right and i feel like when we when someone first goes to a medium you know like the first time it really gives that confirmation that life continues. Yes. Yes. You know, and I think just having that offers so much hope and offers so much like, I guess it's it's like, okay, so I will see these people again. I will see my yes. loved ones again. You know, this is not the end. This right. is, you know, just a different different way of us to have a relationship. It's kind of the physical aspect is, you know, just not there. Mm-hmm. But the energy of the person and their soul is very present. And I think it's that's a huge part for a lot of people oh, is yeah. understanding yes. that this is not the end. Right. Right. But that I think also in a way connects them to their own spirit too. And oh, their yeah. internalness. <laughs> yeah. That they're an eternal being as well. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's beautiful. And that's even if you go for just like psychic life path, it's still it's still that bigger picture and wow, there is more to this world than I have could have ever imagined, you know? It's that magic feeling that it opens up to. And when you mm-hmm. speak to a medium, so the first time I spoke with, with one, the one that ended up being my teacher, it's like you feel elated too. And that's why, like when I would speak to you guys too, it was like, ooh, their energy is so great. It feels right? so good, you know? <laughs> It's it's cool. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. I still love it. Yeah. You know, when we all talk, it's great. Oh, yeah. I oh, think yeah. it's funny because I, I do have some clients that are like, I don't really need any messages. I just needed to sit with you in the positive <laughs> energy that you have to offer. And then I'm like, that's a lot of pressure. I'd rather just give you messages. <laughs> and they're like, no, you bring me so much hope and encouragement and support and, you know, like happiness yeah. and joy. And I'm like, I don't know how I do that. It's usually I'm sharing messages. So let me just share messages with you right. and then we'll, we'll move on from there. But I think also too, a lot of people come to us and they get validation for their own intuitive abilities. Yeah. 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 That's mm-hmm. huge because they feel seen and they don't mm-hmm. feel alone. And they're like, oh my gosh, I just, you just gave me all this confirmation. And they get all excited. Oh yeah. 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 No, it's, 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 I love what I do. Yes. <laughs> So those who practice mediumship will likely face some ethical challenges, right? So some of those might be like the client's expectations. Like we said in past episodes, some people come into a reading and they want to hear specifically from a certain soul. They're like, nope, I came here to speak. That's not them. That's not them. That's not them. Like they won't be open to the possibility of another spirit coming in, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that can make a reading a little bit difficult. And we have to be okay with that and say, okay, we understand you want to hear from this person. Let's let's be a little bit more open-minded and and talk with this person first. And then yes. it might like open the door for the person you're seeking, right? And sometimes it might just be that you're not meant to hear from that specific person on that specific day in this time in your life. Yeah. So it's it can be a little bit different. Another um, challenge that we tend to face is skeptics. <laughs> you know, it fascinates me that skeptics actually pay to have a reading with me and they don't believe in what I do. And I'm like, I'm not here to try to prove myself to you, mm-hmm. but if you want, I will share messages with you and see what comes through for you. And by the end of that reading, they're always like, okay, yeah, okay, all right. Jaw, jaw, drop, <laughs> yeah. <down. laughs> like, how'd you know? <laughs> yeah. But, you know, maintaining boundaries um, within our practice is important to, you know, making mm-hmm. sure that we are taking care of ourselves, we're taking care of our energy, all that, all that type of things. And, of course, like we said, delivering accurate and um, constructive messages, meaning right. messages that are going to help people move forward for their mm-hmm. highest good, things that are going to kind of support the direction that they will be the happiest and the most joyous and the most abundant, sharing those messages to help them and guide them. And and like we said, bring them hope, bring them comfort, bring them peace. Mm-hmm. Some strategies for uh, resolving any ethical dilemmas involve, you know, open communication with your clients, um, continuous self-reflection on maybe, okay, how could I deliver this message right? a little clearer next time or maybe with a little more grace, you know, (laughs) 
as we said, everything's a learning experience. Yeah, um, yeah, it is. You know, you can seek guidance from experienced mediums who have been doing it for a while and, you know, asking, okay, how did you handle this kind of situation or, you know, things along those lines. Um, and making sure that you adhere to ethical principles and codes of conduct when you yes. are giving your readings. Absolutely. So besides the ethical dilemmas in the mediumship, uh, we also do self-care. A lot of self-care. Because mm -hmm. being a medium it can be a little and maybe a lot emotional draining. Draining. <laughs> draining. A little? A little? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I yeah. can. A little. You know, yeah. Depends. A lot. Because <laughs> some readings, we, I, some of my readings, I have like a lot of outcome, good outcomes. and we, yeah. But we talk a lot. And it's good mm -hmm. fun talking to the people and get if the the person is very open, you know what I mean. So oh yeah, we get we engage a lot of ups and downs, oh yeah, uh, different energies. So we need these self care uh, mentally and emotionally. So we need to practice them. Yes, yeah, because there's like when I probably some of the most difficult readings I have um, are when I'm connecting with the spirit of a child. And just because I'm a mother and I have three children of my own, that alone is heartbreaking. And mm -hmm. I have to maintain my composure mm -hmm. and make sure because like I always like, I don't want to cry because if I start crying a reading, you're not going to understand any of the messages that come <laughs> after this because I don't like once I start, I can't stop. That's just yeah. how it works. So yeah. there are times like I, where I do prepare for a reading, honestly, mm -hmm. and I say, can you please put my personal emotions, my personal concerns, my personal mm -hmm. doubts, all those things aside and allow me to be a clear channel. Yeah, but sometimes, and, sometimes yeah. it's hard because I, I had a reading last month and my client totally lost, like broke down and, and cried because mm -hmm. she lost her father. And I'm like, oh my God, oh, me too. Yeah. Oh, so we, yeah. we cried the whole session and I was like I wish I could give you tissue so I started tissue yeah. the camera here's some <laughs> tissue I need some myself you know but it's you know and that's probably something that you both actually I was gonna needed. say yes it was for yes. you both you both yeah. needed that yeah and not that we do this in you know on purpose but when we give readings it uh -huh. helps us heal too Yes. Right. It's not we like we do lot. it to gain it, but we do. Like, yeah. You know what, though? That's totally makes sense because, and I don't think we've ever had this discussion, spirit guides are assigned to us because they've had a human experience similar to something Soft. we are experiencing yes. in this lifetime. Yes. Guess what we are doing? Same thing. The people and the clients that are coming <laughs> to us have similar experiences of our own. Yes. So, so true. we're able to relate to them. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, or I'm like, I'll tell them stuff and I think, damn it. Yep, exactly. Like, <laughs> why the hell do I yep. not do that? Oh, yeah. Or, no, my no. my guides will actually stand here and laugh at me or mm -hmm. have their arms crossed and be like, are you listening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you listening? <laughs> yeah. And yes. I'm like, oh, talking trash. Gun. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's my lesson also. Mm -hmm. Get your shit mm -hmm. together. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. That's how I feel a lot. It's 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 definitely interesting. And like G said, it's there's a lot of highs, there's a lot of lows, but it's all worth it because it there's healing all around. You know, it's it's a beautiful experience um, is, on yeah. both ends. And as a medium, it's totally essential to prioritize our personal well-being. <laughs> and we highly recommend, guess what? Meditation. <laughs> <laughs> But you should not ever that. be surprised oh, yeah, with that yeah, anymore. That's, that's, but in addition to meditation, exercise, you know, and if you feel like working with a therapist or a counselor will be beneficial, do that. Yes. Set personal boundaries and take breaks whenever you need them. Yeah. You know, practicing self-care really helps you manage your emotional the emotional impact of your work. Because honestly, you know what? I, there, Tyler Henry has a show on Netflix. Oh, shoot. Mm -hmm. I forget what it's called. But it's more about his personal life. Life yeah. after death, he, right? Is it life after death? Not I'm sure. Something like that. But um, he he was showing and expressing how after he does a reading, and especially the big live shows, he'll just go in his room and like sleep for a day. Mm -hmm. And like it can physically affect him and drain him and exhaust him. Yeah. And for me, when I do a reading, because I, because I channel energy from God and I connect my anchor, my energy to earth, and I feel mm -hmm. like I'm being fed that energy, I get really hyper for like yeah. a couple hours after reading. Me too. But then it's like a, um, what is it called? You know, when you, you have a lot of sugar and then the sugar goes, a sugar crash. A crash. Crash. Yeah. 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 
And so then it's like that. Then it's like I hit a wall and I'm I'm useless for like the rest of the day a lot of the time. So, you know, you have to be aware of how practicing mediumship affects you physically, emotionally, mentally mm-hmm. and and recognize what it is that you need. You know, Epsom salt baths are one of my favorite things to do. The best. Mm-hmm. You know, G loves to go to the ocean. Yeah. Kristen loves to go for walks and exercise. We each have our own things to replenish our energy and to feed our souls. Yes. yes. You know, and that's those are important practices to maintain because we want to make sure that we're in good a good place so that we can continue to be of service to you guys, to our mm-hmm. clients. Even having a crying session is 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 a good self care also. Oh yeah. I think oh, yeah. so. Yeah. But I tell you what, after there's this one family and God bless them, they're the boy that comes through. I love him to death. He's so sweet. Every time I have a reading with someone connected to his family, he comes in. He's like, hey, I got you. I'm here. And we'll, like, I'm like, oh, you're so sweet. But the first time I read for his family and I got off the call, hmm. I just cried for 30 minutes hmm. because I had five of his family members on the other end of the call on the yeah. FaceTime or Zoom. And you could feel all, every single one of their emotions. Mm. And it was like, oh, my heart was just aching for all of them. Mm -hmm. And to know that this young boy was so freaking sweet Mm, and he was being so nice and respectful to me. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh. You know, it was just such a beautiful experience for myself Mm -hmm. that I was like, I only wish that they could experience him the way that I had the opportunity to experience him in spirit. And, yeah. you know, I think it it's we try our best yeah, to yeah. give you what we can from the experiences we have with spirit. And we just hope it's just a fraction of, of what we get to experience from them. But mm-hmm. anyway, so, yes, crying sessions definitely mm-hmm. can be a very good way of practicing self-care. Mm-hmm. So balancing self-care um, with the responsibilities of mediumship is important. So. You know, we always want to be there for our clients, but sometimes we need to recognize when we just, we need a break or we need to put our well-being first. Yeah. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. you know, if, if our energy is not great, that can affect our reading. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, you, we, you and I both had experiences recently, Kristen, you and your family were sick. Three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> That's why to- if you noticed, I sounded weird on the last three <laughs> episodes. <laughs> Poor G had to edit me hacking up a lung between like every five seconds. I got blowing my nose, cough drops, slamming my drinks on the table because I had to drink constantly. Cough drops, cough drops, bouncing around off your teeth. Yeah. So I apologize, guys, but we had COVID and flu in the house, and it was not fun. You, you know, it's that. part of it's part of this time of year when the seasons are changing yeah. and you've got school age kids in like three different schools. They're bringing home Season everything. Change. Yeah. And so, you know, I had to reschedule some readings. Yeah. yeah. Um, there was one I didn't want to reschedule her a second time, but I feel bad. I coughed most of the time during it. And that was the lesson for me. I should have just, you know, said, I'm so sorry, but I'm still sick two weeks later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. And, you know, so that was a physical, so a medical thing, taking care of your physical body. For me, um, I had to reschedule a couple of readings because unfortunately within a short span, we had to say goodbye to our family dog. And then we, my husband was in the hospital for a few days. And then the following week I found out um, someone I really care about passed away. So it was like, I was not in the right state of mind Mm -hmm. mentally or emotionally. I was I was not available in the way I should be when I'm offering a reading. And I recognize that, you know, you have to really acknowledge your your needs in order to be available in the way that is deserving of a client and of that spirit. Because if you're distracted from your own physical ailments or your mental or emotional, um, you know, aches and pains in that sense, you will not be able to deliver the messages the way that they need to be delivered in order right. to to bring the comfort and the peace and the healing that that person needs. Mm-hmm. So please be mindful when we have to reschedule with you guys, when we have to, you know, change or cancel yeah. a, an appointment or And a we session. feel bad. We don't want to because yeah, we know we, you look forward to it. Absolutely. And But we want to offer you us at our best. Yes, 100%. 
Yes. So that you get the best experience you can from your connection with the spiritual side, with yes. the spiritual realm. So yeah. yeah. Luckily, yeah. my cough did not affect me too much. It just probably was annoying. <laughs> so as mediums, we should adapt to evolving culture and social norms to remain relevant to and, and ethical. Yeah, we need to understand that there's always change within our world, within our culture, within our society. And we have yeah. to be sensitive to those things. You know, it's it's interesting because here's an example. When you are receiving information about a relationship, mm-hmm. do not assume that because you're talking to a woman that her relationship or this upcoming love is a man. Mm-hmm. Right, G? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I think sometimes if you deliver that message based on your own bias or your own personal experience, mm-hmm. it can actually skew how you translate the information that comes through. Yeah. Right. So like if because what I'll tend to say, because I never know, I just assume anybody is can be with anybody anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I feel a feminine energy that feels very loving or kind is going to be coming into the picture. Or, you know, if you don't currently have a partner or a significant other, I feel like one is coming on the horizon to to be to be mindful of that language and being considerate of the possibility because you don't come into a reading. And, OK, what's your gender? Yeah, what do you identify yeah. as? Yeah. I mean, What's there are times. Yeah. And sometimes I'll ask, you know, because I don't, I honestly, I rarely use the client's name yeah. or refer yeah. to the client in any way other than they want me to tell you this, Yes, you know, kind of information. Yeah. Um, but we need to be aware of also there's very, I mean, America is a melting pot, right? It has been for a long time. There's lots of different cultures. There's so like, yeah. I mean, even... What was it? Me and my kids were talking about this other day. Uh, holding up two fingers in the States is a peace sign, yeah. right? When you show your palm forward. Yeah. But if you turn your hand around doing the peace sign, it's a vulgar gesture in Europe. In Europe? Yeah, I believe so. I think Gee, that's a some... whole different one that you do. <laughs> we're not even going to say what gesture you just <laughs> You so can just guess. Different. You can just guess. <laughs> but you know what? A lot of people should understand that every male and female has feminine and masculine energy yes. within them. Yes. So please understand that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. And it could totally be, and I'll be completely honest, the way, so, and I've actually had to say this in a reading before. I'm like, when I perceive masculine energy, it doesn't mean it's necessarily a male. Male, yeah. It means it's a very confident, stoic, you know, um, persistent type of energy, mm-hmm. you know, that tends to be masculine. Yeah. Feminine energy is like more nurturing and more soft Same. and more gentle and, yeah. and that type of thing. So that's what we can mean in that sense when, I mean, every medium might use that language differently, but that's... That's mm-hmm. my understanding of it as well. So yeah. In addition to changing times in our world, technology totally makes people skeptics of mediums mm-hmm. because they think we're going and searching Google and Facebook and Instagram to get all kinds of information. I don't have time to do that. <laughs> and, it, and the really interesting part is I, what I love about spirit, and I don't know if they do this for you guys, but spirit will give me the most off the wall yes. thing that you could never Google or find on Facebook yeah. that people are like, how did you know that? Mm-hmm. Like, it'll be so specific and detailed mm-hmm. that I couldn't say it to anybody else and it would make sense. Yeah. And it's usually something that that person was like, yeah, there's no way you can know that. Or mm-hmm. I haven't even thought about that in a long time, but you just described dot, 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 dot. Mm-hmm. I love it when that happens because it's always the people who are waiting to see if I say something that I found online. And I'm like, make a point to never Google any of my clients. No. Now, that's prior to a reading. <laughs> yeah. If they tell if you I, something really cool, like, oh, I have a business online yeah. or whatever afterwards, then yeah, go ahead. Yeah. And most of the time when I Google somebody is when they tell me that they have a podcast or they have a book. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some clients that Spirit got me so excited about their book. That I was like, okay, as soon as I get off of here, I'm, I'm buying your book, just so you know. Or I get so excited from Spirit because they're like, oh my gosh, this is a really good thing that they're doing. I'm like, okay, I need to see your artwork. Let me follow you on Instagram. I want to support you. And just so you guys know, I feel this to be true. If, if you, especially if you're a client of mine, but if you're a client of any of ours and you have your own business and you want us to like or follow your page, especially if it's related to our practices, mm-hmm. let us know. 
Yeah. Send us a, a message, you know, through email, swanavoyage at gmail.com or message us through social media at Soul on a Voyage on Facebook or on uh, Instagram. You know, it's we want to support you guys because we end up sharing such beautiful experiences with you and you guys share your beautiful souls that are on the other side and your spiritual team. We get to communicate with them. That's an honor. Mm-hmm. What we do is a freaking privilege, man, for you mm-hmm. to trust us to connect you with those that you care so deeply for, thank you. Like, mm-hmm. I cannot express how much gratitude I have to, towards those of you, especially those of you who come back. You know, yeah. you trust us so much, you want to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, this is, it's 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 huge. It's, it's such a privilege. And we could not ever thank you enough for trusting in us. And we love what we do. And we're so grateful for all of you. Absolutely. Our clients are the best. So now you have a better understanding of the ethical considerations and responsibilities of mediums. We talked a little bit about how mediums need to take care of their energy so that they can give a a good reading. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. Um, We talked about um, how mediums do not share personal information of their clients if we tell our stories, we always leave off names or anything yep. to identify them. We also talked about how it's really important to have compassion and be very empathetic for our clients mm-hmm. because a lot of the time when people come to us, they are in vulnerable places. Mm-hmm. So, hey, if you missed our last episode, listen to it because it was amazing. It was uh, all about psychic tools, techniques, and how they can help you connect with spiritual realm. So stay tuned because our next episode will drop in a week. And it's all about psychic abilities in history and culture. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We are so glad that you joined us here at the Spiritual Rabbit Hole. And remember, your time with us does not have to end here. Keep exploring at soulinavoyage.com for more spiritual resources and services. And don't forget to subscribe. So don't miss out on anything. Follow us on Instagram at Soul and Voyage. Thanks for being part of our spiritual community. Love ya. Peace out. Bye for now.